This morning with Stacey Broxel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat, supported by Abe's Door Service, with 24-7 emergency service where you speak to an actual person. Visit abesdoor.ca. Well, the sun may be shining over the next couple of days, but at night it's going to get real cold, as you heard in the forecast. Uh, temperatures are going to drop like 23 degrees over the next couple of days uh, when when you factor in how warm it was yesterday and how cold it's going to be uh, during some of the evenings uh, coming up. Uh, it, you know, does it affect most of us? No, we can just, you know, go inside our house, turn up the heat. But for those living on the streets... They don't have those options. Benny Kizza joins us. He is the Senior Manager for Emergency Shelters and Support Services with Hope Mission. Good morning, Benny. Hey, Stacey. Good morning. So I bet you keep a keen eye on the forecast, don't you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So when you see a big temperature change like this, what do you do? Well, so we've experienced already this fall. um, I don't know if you guys remember when uh, the snow came down. Yep. Uh, we had uh, numbers, uh, people up to 800, pushing to almost 900 community members staying in our shelters. Uh, so we really see the trend of people coming in um, in large group when temperature drops. So basically what we do is we make sure that our supplies are in place. We make sure that we have um, obviously enough space to shelter everybody who comes to our doors, uh, but also making sure that we have uh, clothing supplies, socks, um, tubes and, and jacket for people that probably still want to be outside. So at the peak, 800, on average, how many people do you have at the shelter? Well, so here's the thing. So on, on average, we have approximately 700 people. Okay. Uh, but in the past few um, days, we've been reaching the 800 for sure. Because they know it's it's starting to get a, a little colder. It's- uh, yes. what, what temperature is it that, that sparks um, a, an emergency, if you will, or, uh, you know, that you have to really start getting ramped up and even the city starts to, to enact, enact uh, special precautions? What, what temperature does it have to go down to before that happens? What, what is the trigger? At, uh, at minus 20, all hands are on deck. Uh, operations are changing. We are definitely not, we're bringing everybody in at minus 20. If we don't have any uh, shelter space, which we do, we even take people in into our lobbies and so on. So minus 20 is the scary, the scary temperature. But for us, uh, once we start reaching minus 15 or so, we're already adjusting our policies and procedure. We're already adjusting um, adjust our space as well, knowing that people will be coming in. We've, we've heard the stories about the fatal encampment fires. Is that, is that yeah. scaring people on the street? Absolutely. Uh, it is, it, and it's getting scarier and scarier. Uh, we, um, obviously, we have uh, encampments that are against uh, structures, uh, buildings, and some of them against businesses. Um, and then there, there are community members that do not really want to be in encampments as well. Um, so we are, we are doing our best on our end uh, to get uh, as many even staff outside and doing rounds outside and encouraging people that are in encampments, telling them to come in. We have all the services that they need within our shelters. But Benny, there are people who say no, right? I'm not coming in. I'm, I'm going yeah. to try to survive out here. Yes. Yeah, there are people that, uh, for, for, for multiple reasons, uh, that 
that seems to be okay with staying outside and, and in the encampments. Uh, some of them really wait till um, while it's still warm a little bit, and when it becomes extremely cold, that's when they start seeking uh, shelter space. But generally speaking, we still have people that decide to stay outside in encampments. And how are they keeping warm? Well, that that's that's a mystery. I know that uh, one of the things that we know has been happening is people will have propane tanks in their encampments, and that's that's the cause of the fires. Uh, so people will um, will have propane in their encampment and keep themselves warm. Uh, there is, as you mentioned, there is a lot of fires happening now around uh, the inner city, and I think that's that's how they're keeping warm. So they're going into a place and and either setting up a small fire or, or using these propane heaters and candles yes. too. I hear that some people are yes. using candles. I don't know how much heat that gives off. Probably not much. Yeah. Um, what can we do as, as somebody who is, um, you know, on the street or in their car and they pass by someone who, who looks like they shouldn't be outside? What can somebody do? What should we do? Well, the quickest thing to do is to call 211. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so our rescue van will be alerted. And uh, once they pick anybody up, they can drop them off pretty much anywhere that needs to be dropped off or at our shelters. Uh, so that's probably the easiest, the fastest thing that can be done mm-hmm. um, is calling 111. Uh, sorry, 211. Um, the other thing, obviously, um, there is a real sense in which people can still approach community members and ask them what, what do they need uh, if, if, if they have a family member that they can call. Again, one of the things that we're trying to do is to transition people out of homelessness into um, back to society. Um, so sometimes someone only needs, sometimes people just need someone to care for them. Uh, but generally speaking, uh, calling 211 will be the, the fastest way of getting a hold of the right people that can take care of, um, of the community member. And how can we help you? Can we drop off? Uh, can we drop off some warm clothing? Can we send you money? I'm sure you're going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> all of the above. Uh, we are um, always in need for obviously resources, all type of clothing donation. Uh, people in the street need to bundle up in the winter. Um, we see some very sad uh, situations where people will come through our doors with. Um, that have just stayed out for for a long time, and we we have to give them warm socks and, and obviously bring them into the building. Uh, so any clo- uh, winter clothing items from uh, from underwear to socks to toques, uh, jackets that that's that's valuable. That's gold um, in the inner city. Obviously, volu- volunteers. There's so much work being done. Uh, so people even coming down to volunteer in the midline, and and obviously um, uh, our our donors have been really good uh, in supporting us, and we are always uh, in need for that extra uh, financial support as well. Because um, as you know, uh, the population, the homeless population, has grown in Edmonton, uh, so the need has just increased. Any way that you can help. Uh, support um, the community members downtown. That's uh, that's a huge job for us. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and thanks for all the work that you do, Benny. Thank you, Stacy.
News Benny Kiza, Senior Manager for Emergency Shelters and Support Services with Hope Mission. Yes, the temperatures are going down. Obviously, they will go down significantly more as uh, winter continues and, and we, we head into a colder season. But uh, this is probably going to be one of the coldest weeks of the season so far, so at least overnight. And so uh, the Hope Mission, as we heard from Benny, starting to get ready, expecting 800 people to come in because, well, it's, as we can all imagine, it's tough. It's tough living out on the streets when it gets that cold outside.